Listen up. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to the podcast participants and not to any participants, employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. You know, for fun. So lighten up and enjoy. Oh no, I sound so angry in that intro. You, you notice that? No. Yeah, I'm like, lighten up and have some fun. That's right. Yeah. That sounds about right. Well, hello, Stomping Jen. Hello. Welcome to episode 78 of 78. the Soft Serve podcast. Can you believe it? 78? Every week we're going to do this? Yep. All you're right. the... You're the co-host. All right, how about I you am, don't do it again until 100? You're the co-host. I am the host, Sawtooth Frank, and we're here with a guest this evening. We have a guest. Coming back, a returning guest. We love returning guests. This is our returning guest, Nerdy Nelly. Say hello, Nerdy Nelly. Hello. Listen to I'm that. happy to be here with you. She said hello. <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> I am still excited whenever anybody agrees to come on this oh, podcast. Oh, boy. It really, really tickles my fancy. Oh, boy. Now, <clears throat> we're going to talk about some stuff, right? Stomping Jen, yeah. Nerdy Nelly. What yeah. are we going to talk about? <laughs> is this a quiz? It is a quiz. Mm-hmm. It's a standardized quiz. Oh, we're mm-hmm. talk about so answer carefully. Standardized testing. Yeah. We're just going to talk about um, this pandemic, some stuff related to teaching, I think this is going to be our focus this week, potentially, mm-hmm. and um, how everybody's doing with uh, um, kids at home, the pause, teaching the kids, the pause. Okay, so I'm going to roll the um, I'm going to roll the intro music. Okay, that previous thing wasn't the intro music. That was the disclaimer. Go. Okay. All right. Hold tight button. now. All right. Hit okay. the button. I hit it. Soft Serve Podcast. Creamy, delicious ideas without the creepy truck. All right. The creamiest, <laughs> the most deliciousest ideas without the creepy truck. Hi, Stomping Jen. Hi, Nerdy Nelly. Hello. Hello. So, <laughs> I'm going to say A it again. Fearless leader. Who? You. Me? I'm going to say it again. Episode 78. Okay. Now, before we get going, there's some things we need to say. Yes. We are somewhere in the midst of a pandemic. Mm -hmm. COVID-19. Yes. Right? We all know about this thing, this coronavirus, this pandemic we're in. Right. If you don't, you're living under a rock. Right. Literally. Yep. Or you are a rock. Potentially. Right. Would you rather be a rock or would you rather live under a rock? It's a good question. Huh. I don't know. Well, in either case. Yeah. We want to say thank you to all of the people out there making society run. Right? Mm. Yes. Well, we're true. all hiding in our homes. Yes, true. Working and doing other things. Some of us are not able to work, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? So healthcare workers, 
personal care attendants, first responders. Nursing home administrators. Mm -hmm. We just talked to one of those. Yep, we just talked to one of those. I don't know why he won't come on our podcast Did either. you ask him to come no. on our podcast? No. He's talking about working 80-hour work weeks. Yeah, we'll get him on here. Yeah. He was, um, he's always entertaining. <clears throat> yeah, supply chain people, so our truck drivers, train operators, um, plane, pi- what are those, pilots, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plane operators. Yep. <laughs> Warehouse workers, uh-huh. grocery store and pharmacy workers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So all those people, thank you so much for all that you're doing. Yep. Okay? Yes. Now, Stomping Jen. Yes. Oh, let's not forget teachers. Yes, teachers. We have a teacher with us tonight, That's Nerdy right. Nelly. Say hi, Nerdy Nelly. Hello. You said hi earlier. Hello. Yep. <laughs> and we're going to talk to Nerdy Nelly about teaching and other stuff related to teaching, I think. Right, Stomping Jen? That's, this is the idea. Okay. Yes. All right. So now, this is the part of the show after we thank people, where we want to... It's almost like he's never done this before, people. What do you mean? <laughs> You're like, what's going on? Uh, this is only Which episode 78. Mail, I'm just getting warmed up. All right. We want to ask people to subscribe, download, share with a friend. Okay? Leave us reviews. Eh, I don't care about that so much anymore. No. All no. Right. Share with a friend. Yeah, share with a friend, okay? Spread the word. The word. Yeah. The word is the bird. The bird is the word. Okay, so now we're going to get the it. Bird's the bird. Have you heard? I did hear. About the bird? What about Everybody's the bird? Everybody's heard about the bird. Got the bird, bird, bird. The bird is a... <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. That was low-hanging fruit. I wasn't uh, going to grab it, Stomping Jen. I couldn't grab it. I'm sorry. Oh, come on. <laughs> Where's your sense of adventure? <laughs> Gotta no. grab the bird. My sense of adventure went out the window about four weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that on the other side of this. Um, yeah bumper okay this fabulous oh, bumper. another bumper the all best right. bumper this is going to be all bumpers tonight bumper, that's all we're it's doing it's a okay. episode it's a fabulous bumper okay get ready it's like cats fucking in an alley cats fucking in an alley yeah basically <laughs> all right <laughs> kind of that I wasn't what that. i was thinking but okay uh what were you thinking i don't know but not that. That was like actual, um, like newsroom sound stuff that I took off the internet. There was like a scream. Uh, no, I added all that in. Right. Right. All right. Because most of the news is horrifying. That's true. Um, these days. These so, days. all right, we're in weeks four and five of this coronavirus or COVID nineteen quarantine. Right. How are we doing? Want to check pause. in? The great pause. The great pause. Is that what this will be known this as? Is, do you think? I think this is what it's going to be known as. The great. Pause. The great pause. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Nerdy Nelly? Will this period in time end up having a name? I'm sure it will. The great pause is a good one. It's yeah. not entirely negative. I it like has it. a little positive connotation to it, where you know the silver lining is. Sort of there. Yeah. Everyone's pausing. There's no soccer. Right. There's no baseball. Those are the things in my life. There's no, you know. Escaping from your spouse. Escaping from your spouse. (laughs) Or your children. Yeah. I don't know about what's going on in the Nerdy Nelly household, but temperatures are running hot here with the kids. Oh, God. Yeah. A little bit. Hot. 
Meltdown right? City. This Hot to night. sizzling, right, Stomping oh, Jen? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Had a few of those. And they were related to schoolwork. We'll talk about that in a minute. Yes, sure. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. I was tested. I was tested. Well, I want to report <clears throat> Stomping Jen and um, anybody who is friends with me on social media, right? Has heard the word. Under my other identity, mm-hmm. right? The name given to me by my parents will know that I spoke to a doctor last week who told me she is 99% sure that I have had coronavirus. I'm here to proudly proclaim I have defeated the scourge of our nation, coronavirus. You're still in the middle of it, no? I mean, like, I'm in the uh, I could be in the middle. I think I'm on the other side, though. Yeah. Now watch, I'm going to end up plummeting after this. Don't say that. And end up being, uh, on a respirator. Yeah. The number one question, though, that we've yes. been getting is, like, mm-hmm. how is the rest of our family faring? You're all fucking great. And we're all fine. <laughs> yeah. But, no. So. Uh, yeah, I will say, um, Nerdy Nelly and Stomping Jen, that... Uh, I do feel I was tested. I felt there was a point last week where I felt this could go either way. It was um, about a week and two days ago where I contemplated calling the emergency room or the doctor and asking if I should go to the ER because I was having trouble breathing. Right. And it was like this slow, progressive buildup. It felt like there was like a boa constrictor around my chest. And a week ago, last Friday, so we're recording this on a Monday, like we usually do, I began to feel like I was having trouble breathing. Um, And that was a little scary. Yeah. So I said, like a typical asshole man, I said, I'm going to sleep this off. (laughs) I don't need to call a doctor right now. Let's see how I'm doing in the morning. Thankfully, I did. (laughs) I did start improving after that. (laughs) That was the apex. Um. But I probably should have called a doctor, don't you think? Probably. Yeah. They may have tested me. So the one thing I don't have is a positive test result. It's true. I don't have that particular notch it's on true. the stick. So. Yep. Yep. Which is fascinating because that means, as far as I know, you're not counted. No. Nope. As asked, a case. I asked nope. about Which that, means so. that mm-hmm. there's a, at least one, probably tens of thousands of cases that are not counted yeah and nobody is doing contact tracing on me no right nobody right so um but about a week and a half ago i was pretty sure i had it so i began to be very very careful about how i was interacting with the world you know wearing gloves mat face masks all of that stuff so going anywhere no but still you know yeah like the uh, Peapod driver came to drop stuff off. And he was like, here, you come over and sign this piece of paper. Like, wearing no gloves, you know, here, why don't you take my pen and the clipboard? I was like, dude, just put the stuff on the ground and I'll come and get it after you leave. <laughs> yeah, just walk away. And he looked at me like I was crazy. Right. Yeah. But you prevented, you saved his life. It's possible. Yeah. Um, a woman I know, Nerdy Nelly, uh, somebody who I think... It's possible I caught it from her because I was with her in a meeting and sitting next to her and very close to her um, the day before the big pause. The big pause. 
um, ended up in a hospital on oxygen um, on a COVID-19 ward. Mm-hmm. So she had it for sure, um, they told her. And she tested negative twice. Can you yeah. believe that? Yep. I can believe that. Yep. That's so, another concern I've been having as a biologist person mm-hmm. is that these tests are not, they're not foolproof. Yeah. So that's another caveat is that there are a bunch of people that are testing negative that are actually positive. Yep. So we don't know. We This whole tracing thing is a great idea. I'm really happy that it's happening, but it's definitely not like the answer. Yeah. No. I don't think there is one. No, no because nobody's contacting us and being like, oh, you were presumed positive. Like the doctor, the person you talked to in the right doctor's office was just like, it's all right. You don't need to get tested. Yeah. So, um, Nerdy Nelly, does it, is there anyone you know who has it or thinks they have it? Or how, how have you all been doing in the um, nerdy household? <laughs> we are fine. Okay. Um, you are like one of the only people that I know that thinks they have it. So I know some people that are distant that know people. Mm-hmm. I actually... There's a, I have an awful scary story of a friend of mine who's next door neighbor, 38-year-old woman mm. with oh, children. No. Please don't say no, this. She's alive. She's okay. fine. But okay. she ended up on a, re- on a respirator for a little while. And then they took her off and she's fine. But she was, you know, I'm just, I'm finding it all of the, st- I pour over statistics because that's who I am. And I like math and I like science and um far more men mm-hmm. are getting this disease and far more men are dying from it yeah. than women. And it's really shocking that they're not talking about that more. I only hear that, you know, every now and then, but mm. it's, it's kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that they don't talk about it because they don't understand why it could just be the lifestyles of men being different than women, but I just, I don't buy that. I think it's, it's, yeah. I don't know what it is. I have no idea. Yeah. It's crazy. Now we have men are X, Y, right? Yes. Yeah. So we have, we we're missing that little chromosome. Well, right? yeah, you have like a little, the Y is a little sad little piece of a chromosome. Yeah. Sorry to tell you. But yeah, yeah. So we're, gen- we're gen- like, when you look on, we're genetically pathetic right on the front. <laughs> Kind like of, when you look yeah. at it, yeah. yeah. Um, so that could be a reason. Um, <laughs> now, what's interesting is I have been reading that people with type A blood, there's a correlation apparently with type A blood in worse outcomes. Oh, great. That's what I have. Yeah, that's what I have too. I'm type A negative. And I, oh, think all, and I think all the rest of you here are not A's. I don't know what we are. Yeah. How do you find out what your blood test is? It's somewhere Website. on a birth certificate or something. Not on my birth certificate. Oh, it's not? Join no. The, join the army. I, <laughs> join the army. That's how I found out. <laughs> I know. I think I found out. I don't remember if it was giving blood or having oh, yeah. a hemorrhage in the hospital. <laughs> Either one of those They must things. test you, like, when you're pregnant and stuff, right? Like, Yeah, almost case, certainly. Like, something they happens do, but to I, you in the hospital. They tell you, though. Yeah, they like, don't tell you. It's, like, in your chart, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. It's in your chart. My chart. Somewhere in a chart, I'm sure. Somewhere in a chart. Somebody knows, but it's not me. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so anyways, I I have type A blood, 
And I think compared to the rest of you, I had a terrible outcome. Oh, yeah. You totally had a terrible outcome. Yeah. And what's crazy is I'm going into the third week of this, I think. Or, yeah. I think the th- I'm going into the third full week. Um, and I now am just starting to feel better. But, like, today, I was exhausted at, um, like, by 3 o'clock. Yeah, you were tired. Yeah, super tired. But, anyways... All right. Well, I do want to, um, as we're as we're chatting a little bit about this, I'm going to play a piece of music um, by our friend Joshua Michael Stewart. It's the Social Distance Rag. I just wanted to play this. It's pretty mm-hmm. awesome. He's the star of all the Zoom calls. Who, Josh? No, this cat. Oh, is he on the? No, I, I well, cats love to do that. They like to be in the center of attention. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yep, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start from the beginning. No, no. Yeah. (laughs) For some reason, it wasn't playing. There we go. This is the social distance rag. It's all banjo by Joshua Michael Stewart, our bud, esteemed poet. Now, as as we're reading this, I want to tell people about something that happened to me today, Nerdy Nelly. I got an email. Okay, that came to me. I want to read this to people. I want to get your reaction. Um, Yeah. Um, So it... it, Take a drink. (laughs) Yep. So it was from somebody named Stephanie Lockerbie. Lockerbie. Yep. It came to me at 1.37 p.m. And the subject line was one of my account passwords. From one of my internet accounts. Um, one of my um, multimedia accounts, like Amazon or Netflix or something like that, right? One of those. Streaming service. Yep, neither one of those, but one of those. It was an active password. So I said, oh, this is curious. I wonder what this could be. So I open up the email, and it says, <laughs> I'm going to read it now. It says, I have video of you while you were playing while browsing porn websites last time. Don't believe me? Here's one of your passwords. And it says the password, right? Still don't believe me? Reply five and I'll be randomly sharing your lovely video with five of your close contacts. Yes, I have access to them as well. I hope that's enough of proof. (laughs) Now moving on to important part. (laughs) What do I want to make this whole thing disappear? I need you to send 0.3 Bitcoin, $2,000, to the blow address. To the blow address? Below. Sorry. Get your mind out of the gutter. Did he not say blow address? I think that he just said blow. (laughs) Okay. I meant to the below address. (laughs) Okay. If you don't know about Bitcoin, just Google about it. Just Google about it? Yeah. And then it has a A address. Yep. A link or something that I did not click on. Yeah. Thank God. So it's case sensitive. Copy and paste it and remove it from it. I am keeping this email short because my time is valuable and you got 24 hours left to meet my demand. Your time starts now. <laughs> so, nerdy Nelly, I'm sitting there going, saying to myself, oh my God, first of all, <laughs> um, I should write a Facebook post apologizing to all of my friends and email contacts who 24 hours from now... Was could, that in Facebook? 
No, I was just in a in, in an old email account I haven't used in about eight years, actually. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I have some of those actually. Yep. Yeah, and I was like, well, if there is a chance this is real, maybe I should get ahead of this thing yeah. and just, you know, post about it and just apologize in advance. Go ahead and send the video to your friends. Yeah, I mean, to, yeah. nobody will be offended. To everyone I know saying, well, if you know, if you do get this video, I'm sorry, but I'm not paying $2,000. What would they get video of? Like, um, Well, if I'm not like saying... watching porn? Well, if I'm, if I'm not saying too much, I mean, you and I have watched porn in the past, right? Um, I've watched porn alone before, you know, who knows? Most of the time there are other things happening Mm -hmm. when that's going on. So, you know, something like that. Yes. Um, but you know, also like the webcam is not like focused down there. It would just be a video of me, like just (laughs) what, like looking at a screen, right? Just right. Like who knows? Yeah. With an odd expression on my face, like a distant dull-eyed glaze right right that suddenly just clears up and you're like oh okay (laughs) never mind um so anyways yeah i thought that was interesting so i am not going to pay the ransom what do you all think about this decision i think that's a wonderful decision so i should not pay two thousand dollars no okay i don't have bitcoin so i don't even know what that is i do know what it is but yeah but um, Stephanie Lockerbie gave me instructions on how to get Bitcoin. Yeah. Don't get Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what's no. funny about this nerdy Nelly is I was um, telling Stomping Jenna, I was like, oh, I want to tell you I got this email. Um, <laughs> and just so you know, you know, a video of me masturbating to porn or us <laughs> watching porn together might end up going to oh. all of our friends. She's like, oh, I got one of those. Like a while ago. ago and just ignored it. <laughs> I just deleted it and ignored it. I was like, oh, thanks for telling me. Well, you here I one... was freaking out about this. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, they probably got that my email address from your account. You think so? I'm guessing. I don't know. Time yeah. to change all the account passwords. So the question course... is. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, Nerdy go ahead. No, I was go just going to say that the. Uh, were you going to say the big question is. How the hell do they have your password? <laughs> yes, and why did they reach that out to... That makes me nervous. And why... Not all the rest of it. Just like, how the hell do these people have our passwords? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or your... I, I've never... I have to say, I have not gotten one of these um, messages yet. But I'm sure it's only a matter of time. Yeah. And why did they reach out to Stomping Jen first? But mine was like way more innocuous. It was just like, hey, I have your password. And if you don't do something, I'm going to share you. Oh, what did it tell you? What did it say? Something it about recorded ransom. you doing something? Something, yeah. I was going to like share a video of me. What? Doing something. Entering data into spreadsheets? Uh, yeah, basically. <laughs> My life is very exciting. I don't know. I deleted it yeah. so long ago that I don't even know how All right. to All right. So it. that's a good decision. Not giving yeah. them the money. Okay. Yeah. All right, that's good. Yeah, maybe change the passwords. But... I did that already, which now I'm pissed because when did we go you to forget wa- the password. No, already? but it was super complicated, and now when we go to watch that streaming service later, we're gonna have to re-enter the whole thing. This is the problem with passwords. Like every time I set something up new, if I don't use something that's similar to the one that I usually use. Mm-hmm. It's like I have to think, and then I'm like, "Oh, I'll yeah. be creative, and I'll like I'll do something that I'll remember for sure." But I never remember it. So thank God for like 
that little button that says, do you want to save the password? Oh, yeah. Yes. Always say yes. Always say yes. Thank you, God. Please no, save I my keep, password. I keep all of my passwords in a spreadsheet on Google, which probably to. is not secure. Yeah, I used Mine to is that. sitting on my phone. I have a, I have it, something on my phone with all my passwords. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> which is also probably not safe. But how the hell else, how do tech people in the world remember all of their passwords without having a machine remember it yeah Yeah. like if you're a mac user um it will well not only that but the mac will auto generate these like incredibly complex passwords for you and then save them for you instantly i never use those i don't either remember (laughs) it makes me nervous i I feel like i do you do you do Sometimes I do, but it's only when it, I know, like, it's something stupid that I only have to use rarely, and it's on my, like, laptop, you know, for work, yeah. or whatever, you know, and I'll just use it, and then my laptop will remember. I feel like I'm being, I feel like I'm being tricked, somehow. I know that's stupid, but people use um, Stomping Gen, I think you said stuff like FastPass, and, like, these password application things. Yeah. What are you writing down? Uh, just, um... Notes. Notes. Yeah, just a note. About, a note. Um, so stomping Jen. Yes. Why don't you transition us into this? All right. Well, um, we're talking about work. So yeah. um so I think one of the things that we wanted to discuss is that uh the governor announced uh there was a lot of discussion about because the kids are missing so much school. Yeah. Um, about standardized testing here in our lovely state of Massachusetts. Well, you're just jumping right into it, huh? Why? standardized testing you're going right for it that was the next thing on the list no it was teaching oh whatever yeah teachers and um parents yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. but you can go I right i think jen really really wants to talk about mcas I she really does. About MCAS. yeah but why don't why don't we just for a minute why do you ask me to okay, introduce go ahead. a topic <laughs> and then you like steer it in some other alternative direction i think in a very hierarchical way right yeah. Um, the way I organize information in my brain is that we should just first talk about um, teaching in general okay. and how we could, but no, we'll, no. we'll do it your no. way. It's fine. All right. So am M- I witnessing a COVID <laughs> argument? Yes. This is the- amazing. Yeah. This is a, do tell. where's my popcorn? I yep. don't have any. <laughs> so I have gin though. So. so we are going to talk about, let's just jump into standardized testing. You mentioned our, governor yeah. right charlie yeah. baker we yeah. live in the great state of massachusetts mm-hmm. just announced i believe that our statewide standardized test called the mcas does anyone know what that stands for massachusetts comprehensive, comprehensive. assessment Acad- does academic know? studies i don't know <laughs> does anyone Was know I what close? it means assessment yes yep so that's the wait, big wait. What's the last one? Um, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe scorecard. It's just a... Scorecard. Scorecard. Score- I bet that's you what it's it scorecard. is. I'm, I'm All right, stopping, Jen. Why don't you why don't you Google, sure that's what Google it that? Stands for MCAS. So this this MCAS test is the standardized test they give to. All no, of, we were totally wrong. Uh, what is it? Go ahead. Oh, wait. No, this is something completely different. <laughs> no, Massachusetts Comprehensive Assessment System. Okay. System, that's it. System. Yeah. Now, Nerdy Nelly, do you know what grades they begin giving this test to students in? 
third. Okay, so third grade all the way up to 12th grade. Yes. Every year students have to take this test. Yeah. Yes. And um, Nerdy Nelly, do you, oh, yes. are you willing to talk a little bit about um, what you, th you're a teacher. Am I right about this? You are. Okay. Uh, do you want to reveal the general area of grades you teach? Yes. I teach middle school okay. science. Okay. Middle school science. I will reveal science. that much about me. Okay. There's no way anyone can identify my real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, hopefully, hopefully Stephanie Lockerbie is yeah, not listening. listening to this and well, might doesn't, be. don't I have mean, a, doesn't have a voice identification don't have a prayer. tool. She is. Um, so why don't you tell us as a teacher what your thoughts are about this MCAS and standardized testing? Most teachers mm -hmm. are not wild about the MCAS standardized test for many reasons. Okay. <laughs> I think it was ridiculous that it took this long for our governor to cancel this test since... Let's be honest, who here thinks we're actually going to go back to school on May 4th? Anyone? No. Not me. Seems I don't know way. how they're going to pull that off when we're still going to be distancing on May 4th. And like I said, when this first started and our lovely governor said, avoid crowds of 50 and more. Mm -hmm. And I was still at work thinking, well, passing between every class yep. when right. the kids are in the hallway is a crowd of more than 50. Right. So yeah, that happens like nine times a day. And then so, they, re uh, and then they reduced it right on the national level to avoid crowds of 10. No, 25 first. Oh, 25. And then it was 10. Yeah. Then 10. Now we're at well, 10. My classes are not 10 and below. So there we go. Yeah. Anyway, mm -hmm. so I don't understand why it was like they have pride to hold on to. Right. And Pearson, who the big corporation mm -hmm. that that does make this test and all of the testing materials that go along with it, of course, was hanging on by dear life to this thing because, you know, if we don't do the test, perhaps people might realize that it's actually not as ne necessary as they think it is. And yeah. That would be terrible for them, and they would lose so much money because mm -hmm. it's all about money, really. Mm -hmm. So, now, like I said, why? Yep. Yeah. Now we hear. <laughs> I've heard a lot about teachers not liking standardized tests because they end up being forced to do what's called teaching to the test. Their curriculum for students begins to revolve around the passing the test right is this true it's true it's true and it's not something that is something most teachers would desire to do it's right. we we are, most of us are quite creative and actually despite what some people think mm -hmm. really want to do fun and interesting and engaging and creative things with kids but Often that's not the case, especially in the springtime, because people are doing the crunch time thing and trying mm -hmm. to get ready for the test. I have a little bit of a different situation because 
I teach science and the grade level that I teach does not take the test mm. in my grade level. So okay. there's only three years of science testing throughout the whole duration of school. Science clearly is not as important as math and English, right? All of the doctors and all of the nurses and all of the scientists that are trying to come up with a vaccine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, don't think about social studies because history and social studies mean nothing. There is no test. So the state of Massachusetts apparently believes that, you know, math and ELA are the most important um, subjects. As long as you take, as long as you know how to write an essay and you know, um, you know, algebraic equations, then you're good to go. You don't need to know anything else. So, so. Whoa. Sorry, I went off on it. I've told you I cannot be responsible for the things that come out of my mouth Do you hear during that? this time. There's some kind of feedback, but it's okay. Keep going. So, Is it me? No, no, no. no. Some weird um, uh, v, uh, voice, VOIP, voice over internet protocol glitch. That we're good. Happen when it... No, we're good. Go ahead. So, you're good. The standardized testing. I've under the assumption or I operate under the assumption that it's not actually testing the kids abilities because really what they use it for is scorecard for the school itself. That is part of it. Yeah. It's, um, and that, yeah, oh, go ahead. Sorry. our state does that mostly. Mm -hmm. We're pretty lucky that our state does not, I'm not saying all states are like this, but Massachusetts doesn't generally, um, score the teachers based mm -hmm. on the kids tests but there are states that in the past and probably now still will promote teachers if their kids do well on the test and even um, give them raises mm -hmm. uh, which as a union person you know how crazy that is yeah and on the other side of that is they will fire and push out yes. teachers whose classes get lower scores which does yes. which absolutely enrages me as a union person because in a lot yes. of the in a lot of the schools where that happens they're um underfunded um students have difficult um, home situations mm -hmm. they tend to be economically disadvantaged um you know it's hard to do well in school when you know you're you're parent or parents are meth heads and you're working two jobs to you know take care of your little brother and sister and you know of course um, or you just you know you've been in the united states for two years and you barely speak english mm -hmm. or you have a disability that you've had you know forever and despite yeah. the fact that they'll try to accommodate you it's not always effective and their accommodations are very limited mm -hmm. for those standardized tests so you're right yeah and how what how do students um how do students feel about this mcas what do they tell you about it um it's interesting because in the middle school um they know that they don't need to pass it to be promoted mm -hmm. or to graduate okay so they often or at times some students will not take it seriously 
some students on the opposite end of that spectrum are, are incredibly anxious about it and are very um, stressed and lose sleep. And I mean, I've known kids, I know kids that won't go to school because they're so anxious mm-hmm. on the days of the test. Um, I have a kid who loves who loves it, <laughs> <laughs> but he's strange. So I don't know how to respond to that, but he, he enjoys taking it. He likes, he likes a challenge, he says. Mm-hmm. So, huh. You know, I mean, it's, it varies, but I don't worry about it for my own children. They do take it. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not going to opt them out. Uh, mostly because they kind of like it, which is odd again, but also because, you know, it's a, it's a big, it's, it's bigger than just public schools, because if they ever were to want to become a lawyer or a doctor, they're going to have to take a standardized test later. And if you don't give your kids the practice of these um, often unfair and not really, um, I don't know, not really effective standardized tests. Yeah. If you don't give them the practice, then they don't right. ever know that that's how it works. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I remember from my own college science studies, um, I, I majored in microbiology in college, that the first two years of my classes were mostly these gigantic lectures where we sat there were um, had information projected at us and then we took um, these enormous grueling scantron tests where you just fill in the bubbles you read the question and fill in the bubbles on the scantron sheet and those were like those were pretty much standardized tests in a way I mean, your, right. Your general. And that's what a lot of big universities do yeah. because they're trying to weed out the major field. So you have X number of people that come in as freshmen that want to be biology majors. And yeah, you, you, you end up with about half of them mm-hmm. by the time the first year is over, because it's not an easy mm-hmm. major, as you know, <laughs> I've had, you know, there are definitely people that I've that I were, was roommates with and were, was friends with that had like majors where they didn't have nearly as much work that I had, you know, that yeah. I had. Mm-hmm. Now, how much, how much of your, how much of your year would you say is involved in thinking about this MCAS and getting the kids ready for it and then taking it? Is it a big percentage of your time as a teacher? Not mine because I don't. Okay. Um, well, I guess I could say that I know the standards that I am teaching and I don't really think much about the test as much as say my counterparts in math and in language arts, because Mm -hmm. they take the test every year. Mm -hmm. And so they know that the kids that they have are going to be assessed. Yeah. Right. Mine will not be, mine will be assessed next year. Mm-hmm. which is another thing that is kind of freaking me out because the standards that I'm not going to be standing in front of them and teaching that I'm supposed to be teaching covering this year, mm-hmm. I'm scrambling to try and expose them to this information right now, but it's hard to do because I'm home. Mm-hmm. 
and then they're going to go off yeah. to the next grade level and then they're going to have all the content for that grade level and then they're going to be tested on things that they missed but it's not the covid year so next year right you know i i don't know how it's going to work i really don't yeah i think we're going to have i think we're going to see some some gaps in everybody yeah for the next couple of years and you know people are so nervous about it and it's like i can't i can't be nervous about that that's such a little piece of what's happening right now right mm-hmm. i think that teaching your kids right now about this mm-hmm. you know there's so much that you could wrap into it politics yeah <laughs> I biology mean, you know yeah just everything. i mean as much as it pains me kind of i don't know we've gotten in the habit of every evening you know around dinner time whether if we're cooking dinner or eating or just finished listening to um trump's you know nightly press conference oh so much fun and you know i think but i think you know i i am not shy about my political opinions i fucking hate trump you know i think he's a trash human and i think it's interesting to hear the kids comment on what he's saying and listening to their perspectives and then giving my own and i don't know i kind of look forward to it is what i mean what I mean, yes, our kid, our kids know they're preaching to the choir, but I, I immensely enjoy hearing them <laughs> um, detect his bullshit and then rage against it. <laughs> so, um, you know, there's that little element of it, and and like I actually consider that part of the education they're getting at home. Well, yeah, because yeah, because Cause what? Because neither one of us, maybe you more than me, but like I'm not a teacher. That's all I can do to make sure that they're on task. Right. Nerdy Nelly is a teacher. Right. And what one one interesting question I have, it's interesting to me. I don't know if it'll be interesting to anybody else, is as a teacher, are you running into any challenges teaching your own children at home? Uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> I am. <laughs> there, uh, I have one child mm-hmm. who likes me to leave the him alone Mm -hmm. and i just want to help and make sure he's doing what he's supposed to be doing because he was a very smart person but Mm -hmm. it can also have like he's a little spacey i mean he's Mm -hmm. a middle schooler and so he's got that middle school boy brain that like falls out of your ear Mm -hmm. for a couple years and then you have to keep trying to put it back in until they're like human again You know what that's you know like. what I'm talking yeah, about. We know exactly, exactly what you're talking it's about. It's amazing to watch it happen when you teach it. And I mean, I'm used to seeing it every single day. Mm-hmm. And now I suddenly have one and it's terrifying. But um, <laughs> it, there's an added level because I'm his mother. And so he's like, right. like, go away. Yeah. Like, right. And, and I, then I have another one yeah. who's lazy and adorable and like very social mm-hmm. and smart enough for sure but lazy kind of so i have to be on that one and that one's in only in fourth grade so. yeah we're running into that same exact scenario mm-hmm. i think with yes. with with uh, with grader. with um space unicorn um so what's so interesting yeah <laughs> what was i gonna ask um so it seems like that relationship you have with them as a mother, 
you can't put that out of the way and just be a teacher to them. There's nothing you can do to get around that. No, I yeah. don't know anything. I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I am clueless. Yeah. No, it doesn't matter that I've been teaching for 17 years. They don't mm-hmm. want anything to do with it. They're like, yeah. You don't understand. Mm-hmm. You don't know. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know science. I'm trying yeah. to teach you science. Yeah, I, you just I don't get it. Oh, yeah, boy. I'll tell you. I've had I've had a few like really great moments, both as a parent and somebody who has done teaching in my life. Uh-huh. Um, so when I was a kid, one of the things I used to struggle with endlessly was word problems, right? Like just, I used to cry because I couldn't figure them out you know and when I was in fourth and fifth sixth grade I was not a strong math student I was really really bad um and part of it was I think because nobody ever taught me math was a visual in some ways discipline Mm -hmm. right that becomes obvious I think um more in geometry but like up to that point like word problems were the thing that would have me running screaming from the room Mm -hmm. so when space unicorn was running into trouble with them like I rem- like I was able to remember how much difficulty I had with them. And then like mm-hmm. later in my life, like, so when I went back to college, I had to take remedial math because I was so Not bad. As grad, at, yeah. No, as yeah. an undergrad. Yeah. Right. And word problems were part of it. And we had this really great teacher who like taught us, like you can basically solve any word problem by drawing out what is being described on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I did with um, Space Unicorn. We sat down and we like drew out every problem and right. like showed her that like in a way word problems are kind of like art. Uh. Like you can draw out the problem and solve it that way by applying the concepts they're trying to get you to understand. Yeah, And like by golly, she got it. Like, she was able then to, like, do that on her own and solve word problems. Yeah. Like, I find that, as a teacher, I do that all the time, where I think about where my gaps were and yeah. what I didn't understand, and then what, like, hit me in the face when I was an adult. And it's, like, one of my big things where I'm, like, I'm going to do, I have to give this to them in a more accessible way. Mm-hmm. Because I know what it feels like to have it given to you in a way that is not accessible and to be like, nope, sorry, don't get it. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, it's so important to me and I know it doesn't work for everybody, but. Well, and I can only imagine that right now, um, thinking about universal design and accessibility has to be more important because where you have been teaching in person you know, up until the great pause, you're then thrown into this online teaching world, right? Where you have to think about how you're framing your content and the lessons and stuff. Is that the case at all? Have you th- had to think more about accessibility? More, my, this is harder than my other job. This is a new job, basically. Yeah. And I think that, uh, I mean, I, I don't teach online. That's not what I do. Right. So this is a whole new thing. Right. But now you have to, right? You There's like no other yeah. choice. You have no. to. Yeah. What no. Is... And I'm missing some, I'm missing major, luckily, oddly, we law, we, our special educator on our team um, 
left. She quit. We have a very hard, difficult group of kids this year. Mm-hmm. And she was really stressed and left. And she left like a, a month and a half ago. And we got another, a new special educator two weeks before this thing happened. And she's awesome. So she's meeting with, the, that's, those are the kids I worry about the most because you can't get, you can't reach them sometimes when you're standing in front of them one-on-one. So online, forget about it. They're not gonna, no matter how easy or or accessible you make the content, it doesn't matter because they're not, they're gonna get confused when they look at Google Classroom. They're gonna, their parents not gonna be able to help them because the Apple, well, sometimes doesn't fall far. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just, it's so, it's so much harder with this whole. Yeah this whole online thing. It's exhausting. I'm finally getting into a groove of it though, which is good. A little bit more. I'm sleeping a little bit more. That's good. Can can you think of what, can you you think of what's been the most challenging part of having to teach online now versus what you were doing in person on the classroom, whether it's like in the classroom, you could draw a diagram or now when you're giving content online, you, you like, you obviously can't do that, right? You, you can. I, oh, you um, can. Well, you can draw, you can, you can have the kids draw. Mm-hmm. They can put images, you know, but the problem is, is whether they have the technology to do all of that. And it's, that's tricky. It's right. tricky to figure out who has what, who is where I teach in a place that is um, sort of, has locations like off grid oh yeah so they are still dial up in some of the towns or some of the areas right and that's like ridiculous i mean we might be a one-to-one district where we have every every kid has a chromebook grade three through 12 okay that they that's theirs like loaned to them for the the year the school supplies that yeah yeah we have it's been grant funded for years but it's great. And it was so easy for us. We were up and running way before our town was, Mm -hmm. I can tell you that. Um, But it doesn't matter because you can take it home, but if you don't have anywhere to Mm -hmm. get online, how are you going to do it? So we're just trying to reach out to all the families where we haven't seen kids. Like we haven't seen activity like, hello, where are you? What's going on? Yeah, People are calling guidance counselors are calling and we're finding out that some kids prefer paper mm-hmm. packets, which is a whole other nightmare that is my recent sleep loss, where you now have to take the things that watch this video and you're like, okay, how am I going to, what am I going to do now? How are you going to watch that video if you can't get online? <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, it's like an endless, just yeah. when you think you've got it. Yeah, and I'm assuming you don't have a photocopier at your home location to be producing all these paper packets. No, no, I don't have to do that. We're not doing that. Oh, thank Union. I know Mr. Union man over there. Yes. There, I, I have also been very vocal about, not. I mean, my special educator was doing that in the beginning. And I was like, you will not be photocopying things at your own expense at your own house and you will not be mailing them with your own money mm-hmm. sorry not happening is that something they asked enough of us already do not step that boundary because is that something your union your teachers union has been very vocal about protecting 
um, all of you teachers who have moved from the classroom to online? I have been very vocal in this. I am a union representative, actually. And so I am like, <laughs> I'm constantly bringing things up to the point where I feel like I'm annoying, but I'm also like, hey, now, what about this? This shouldn't be happening. This, and mm -hmm. it's also new to everybody. And it's very fluid that I feel like people are trying to solve problems on the fly. And sometimes they do things where you're like, no, nope, you can't do that. Yeah. That's not happening, you know? And so you, you have to be the voice of the <laughs> union. <laughs> sometimes. I know that you never do that. Oh, he you does that all the time. Yeah. I know. Yeah. but it's important it's important to protect your people yeah it's interesting i used to have a huge aversion to disagreeing with people um you know avoided conflict interpersonal conflict at all costs before mm -hmm. i got heavily involved in the union that's one thing that has um i actually try to view it as a positive i can now i feel like disagree with people without uh, always being disagreeable or thinking they're bad people like because when you do this union work like you're really focused on um, defending spe specific like language in a contract and ideas it's all about defending the ideas that people right. have agreed to right right and you can't get anything done if you're per if you let it devolve into emotional. personal attacks yeah. oh people get emotional i get emotional yeah you know, there are times when I will bang my fist on the table and just like be like, this is ridiculous, you know, but you always, you know, like a, um, like a rabbi or a priest returning to the, um, the Talmud or the, <laughs> the New Testament, you always go to the contract, right? Like right. that is, that becomes, that that's bec what I was going to say. It becomes luckily, your scripture. Yeah. Luckily that's, that's a thing. And we all freaked out a little because our contract does not have anything in it. Mm-hmm that protects us from this but luckily we have not missed a beat we've been working non-stop like we didn't we haven't missed a day yeah. of work where i think some districts didn't have anything for people to do for a little while yeah they're gonna run into some tricky issues with that mm -hmm. but um the best part is our paraeducators our, our aides their contract has language in it uh nice. new that says something about a like it doesn't say pandemic but it says for medical closures oh wow school closures you will get paid <laughs> yeah I so mean, they are saved like they're doing they're working my our, our paraeducator is working her butt off to help kids and you know everybody's trying to do their their part it's not like any of us are on vacation no. at all not even close yeah and i think where the large university i work at management recognizes that i i will say this and you will not hear me say this very often they've actually been very good about i think wanting to to the degree they can protect the workforce um, you know, like right away, once it became evident that we were all in a shitload of trouble, like that we have never seen before, like both sides, management and the unions, like we have to negotiate an interim agreement yeah, to like yeah. be able to get through this yeah. that like kind of, yep, yeah, like sits on top of our other contract. Yeah. Um, and we did that, you know, we spent, you know, a good two weeks, two weeks, um, negotiating all of that, but they did it and we did it and it really, it was difficult, but I, I think both sides like truly 
wanted the best for everybody, the students, the workers, like, mm -hmm. it, you know, so, you know, hopefully that kind of, you know, assuming best intentions can continue after this when it's over. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I agree. We had the same situation for the most part. And I think part of that is that they're not losing money out of this. Like there's no money. They had already budgeted right. for us to be paid through the year. Yeah. They've already budgeted the paraeducators to be paid hourly through the year and the cafeteria workers to be paid. If they have to pay them because they're going to do something for the day, why not keep them employed? Right. Let's, let's do our best to keep everybody somehow working from home and doing their part because there's no money lost. I feel like every time we sit down with to negotiate a contract, it's always about, you know, the budget mm -hmm. and it's always about like, where are we going to cut teachers? Are we going to cut this? Are we going to, you know, and this isn't that kind of same thing. It's more like, yeah, like, let's, let's keep everybody working. Let's keep everybody happy, as happy as we can keep them. Let's keep kids educated let's keep parents mm -hmm. feeling like their kids are educated but also not killing them mm -hmm. yeah and it's a slightly different i don't know about that part though yeah parents are parents are flipping out right now yeah they are it's Good. a it's a slightly different scenario in higher education where I'm i sure. work where you know we had to send our students home right. in the middle of spring break and mm -hmm. refund a lot of money for room and board and food. Mm -hmm. uh, they that were makes me very nervous. Yeah. As I have a counterpart in mm -hmm. higher education. Yep. And, so. you know, Boston University, I think, announced over the weekend or on Friday, I forget when it was. This, um, it was last night. Whenever it was. Saturday night. It, it was recently Boston University announced it may not bring students back until January 2021. Yes. which will have all sorts of impact. impact and lots of stuff to think through as people who um, are involved with the union. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, and nerdy Nelly education. and I. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. So exciting, scary times. Kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, what else about teaching? How are, we do how are we doing as parents? We talked a little bit about that know. before. Uh, you know, I had a little meltdown here tonight because we've been yeah. a little lax with what's the meltdown i want to hear about the meltdown well Just... space unicorn mm, we got I a sheet figured. we got a that's sheet that's where my meltdowns yeah. are coming from yep we got it yep we got a sheet today uh well uh, no they've been sending weekly checklists thank yeah. god for teachers by the way yeah but the sheet we got today showed that space unicorn was behind on submitting five assignments yeah there's just too many yeah so there was a Big, big meltdown around um, her not thinking she could catch up and do it. And kind of as parents, one of the things we had to say was, okay, we're going to have to stop playing Minecraft for three hours a day. Yep. Like that <laughs> has to end until we right. all get caught up and on our schoolwork. And we have to have morning meeting at 8 a.m. to kind of review what we need to be doing during the day. Are you telling me I have to be up before 8? Yeah, I know. Oh, that's bullshit. I know. I know. I don't, I don't like getting out of bed before 8.30. <laughs> yeah, so... I will tell you, I usually get up at 5, and I have been getting up at 7, and it's mm -hmm. like, I can't even get up at 7 anymore. Yeah, I'm terrible. in, like, summer mode already. I'm screwed yeah. if I have to go back. <laughs> yeah, so we're, um, so we're having yeah. to be, you know, we're having to, 
turn on. But it was like this idea that like we were coming down on her and like we like I finally I just sat down with her on her level and I just said to her physically you got down yeah. you were and good I, you were very a good thing to do I was I impressed squat actually. a lot in the, in the hallway if I take a kid in the hallway I squat mm -hmm. yeah but I if said, you're standing I don't stand over many kids <laughs> <laughs> but I Shut just up. I just said to her I said listen I said this is a stressful time for everybody for your teachers mm -hmm. for us for everybody you know she's like everybody else is behind I said I don't care about everybody else I said, we want to make sure that you're prepared and that you're you know, doing the things that you need to be doing. And our job is to help you manage your assignments and checking in with you to make sure that you have all your work completed. Yeah, That's our job, you know, because she said, oh, you guys are never available during the day when we need help. You're always working. I'm like, we have jobs. Way to stick the knife in. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, I said, right into my heart. I said, let's get through this week. And then next week is break. And I promise you that I'll take some time off and we'll do some stuff together. I said, but I, right now I have to work and you have work you need to do. And I told them both that, you know, we were extremely impressed with the yeah. level of independence that they've shown and demonstrated to this point. I said, but you know, you're slipping behind a little bit, so we need to catch up. Yeah, you were really good. I was impressed. Oh, thank I you. meant to tell you that uh, <laughs> that privately. sounds really good. I think that even our emotions are so high that it's hard to have a nice, it's hard to be like logical about your interactions with your own kids, you know? Mm -hmm. it's, I, I feel like we, I want to just be like, just stop, you know, but you know that that's not going to help. Yeah. We had a, we had a similar thing today, but ours was bored. She was bored about she just had done xyz already and i checked in and i asked blah blah blah. she wanted to watch a show and i was like no yeah. this is smack dab in the middle of like learning time how about i don't care if you're doing schoolwork, but why don't you go and listen to music mm -hmm. in your room or you could practice the piano or you can do x you could read you could you could even i'd even let you find a friend to you know chat with mm -hmm. yeah. but she wanted to watch the Simpsons, which is her, oh, new, no. her new, her new thing. Thank you uh, for the husband of the house who mm. like got the kids watching the Simpsons. Which no, I'm our, not overly thrilled with our kids watch it all the time. Yeah, yes, they love it. but I'm like, I, I'm fine with it with the older one, but mm -hmm. with her, I'm like, how do you even understand any of these jokes? No, anyway, it goes over their heads. I think the, she doesn't get any of it. Yeah. Um, but I, it, she just started to cry. She like burst into tears, and I was like, oh. And I noticed it was like at that moment, I was like, she's bored. She's stressed. She misses her friends. Mm -hmm. She doesn't like this. This is not like, they don't hate it. I feel like the kids are okay being home. It's like, oh, I get to be with my family. But after a while, they're like, get me the hell out of here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I need to see a friend. I need to like go to school. I want to mm -hmm. go to school. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I agree I with know. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's challenging. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, stomping Jen, like, you know, God, I want to be careful how I say this. Um, I know lots of other people who aren't doing two jobs, right. who are not as busy as I am. Right. Right. And I feel bad. Right. That like when I'm here and I'm working, I'm actually like working on and working and doing like, and you know, 
Like when she said, like, you guys never have any time to pay attention to me. It's like, oh, you killed me with that. (laughs) So anyways, we'll try. We're physically here, but we we can't get, we can't do all the jobs all the time. And I'm on like four or five hours of Zoom calls a day. Like just sitting in, you know. I'm in a bad mood because I'm fucking sitting on my ass for five hours with the goddamn headphones on my head. My ears are hurting and I'm like having to pay attention to people and like, you know, I get caught fucking off sometimes and they're like, what do you think? I'm like, that was interesting. Can you you repeat that question? Well, I always say, can you restate that please? I was looking at an email. Sorry, there was feedback. I couldn't hear you. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's hard. And that's the other thing. It's like the kind of work I do it's really detail oriented sometimes. So like I'm like knee deep in like trying to figure something out and like one of them will come and be like, mom, 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 can we do this? And it's like, like I just, I lose my shit. Cause I'm just like, I can't right now. Like I gotta like just get through this like next 10, 15 minutes of work, you know, and then I can pay attention to you. Yep. Yeah. They don't, I mean, that's the tricky part is that it's like, you start and you're in knee deep in one thing. Mm-hmm. And if you, if the concentration's broken, there's like 10 minutes of Regal. lag time mm-hmm. yeah. when you get back. Cause you're like, where the hell was I? What was I doing? How do I get back into that groove? And it's like, it like triples the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to, we're to do something. Yeah. So we're trying really hard to actually like keep a structure in place, like a general structure, like, mm-hmm. you know, don't sleep, you know, get up in the morning, get dressed, get dressed. Like, get up. E- even for myself, that's like start. I'm getting up, I'm putting on clothes, like See, work I clothes. Don't. But that's the way, like I know, even but when nobody I'm just, was here and I was working. It's the only way I can feel sane. Yeah. You know, it's like true. get up and like do all the stuff like I'm actually going to work. It helps me. That's what I need. And like, they still have like a bedtime, like around where they used to go to bed right. for school. Yep. Are you, are you, st- are you maintaining a, like a bedtime type of ritual yeah Yeah. mostly for us yeah like go to bed yeah i need my sanity right now right i need you to go to bed so that i am not with you right now yeah and then we you know we feel like a jerk but that's the case i think i think we're we're honest with them too we're like you know dad and i haven't spent any time together and we want to spend some alone time together yeah Yeah. we like to spend a little you know watch tv yeah netflix and chill Netflix and lift some pallets. Watch porn with <laughs> yeah. Stephanie Locklear. Yeah, yeah. Let's watch porn and then stress over ransom emails. You know that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. You know. All right. Well, speaking of um, speaking porn? of <laughs> yeah, porn. <laughs> no, you wanted to talk about Tiger King, right, oh. Nerdy Nelly? Yeah. Let's transition. Mm-hmm. Let's let's I transition. Just, I just feel like you haven't talked about it much. Yeah, we will. Let's transition You've into our. That, um, but- Let's, oh, he's going to play a bumper. I'm going to play a bumper. I got I don't know which one to play. I think it's this one. Ready? Yep. Yeah. There you go. So we'll just talk about some fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, we what, could, yeah. How are we entertaining ourselves? Yeah, Nerdy Nelly likes um, Survivor, too. We could talk oh, about Survivor. Mm-hmm. It's good. Um, you go do that. I'll be right back. Wait, where are you going? Just got to go pee. Oh, my gosh. I drank six bottles of seltzer today well oh my can't gosh. we pause or something or does that not happen uh i can but because i would love to get like go for it yeah go do your thing yeah yeah now's a good time are you gonna yeah. hold on the fort something jen yeah. by yourself yeah i'll just talk to myself are you gonna riff 
It's not going to be very exciting. Yeah, she's going to riff. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. I can't wait. I can't wait to play this back and hear what you what What you said. said. I've said nothing. Okay, I'll be right back. Oh my god, you got to talk. Literally, no dead air. Both leaving. There they go. Adios, people. Now it's my turn to talk to you people. Uh, I can't talk about any of the things that we were about to talk about because I have nobody to talk to them about. Anyways. (laughs) This is terrible. Help me, people. Where did you go? There's lots of crazy... um, lightsabers so maybe if you guys can tell us about the types of shows and movies that you guys are using to entertain yourselves too you know if i had my bluetooth headphones yeah then you could have peed you could have heard me pee we could have heard you pee yeah so i'm terrified i actually uh, my zoom calls yeah i wear that those bluetooth headphones and i'm like terrified one of these days i'm gonna get up and i'm gonna go in yeah, like just forget I have them on yeah. my head and I'm going to go and pee yeah. with the microphone on. Yeah. I'm Don't afraid of it. that. Don't do it. Yeah. Uh, what were you talking about when you were by yourself? Nothing. <laughs> nothing it's terrible. at all. It's terrible. I'm going to talk about the Planet of the Apes, I'm sure. Um, oh, yeah. We finished the Planet of the Apes trilogy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What did we think? What did you think? I, this is the no, second really time I've good. seen it. Yeah, no, it was really good. It was like... I'm surprised that more people don't talk about it. I mean, they were excellent movies. Yeah, it's like, you know, like, just like the Matrix trilogy and, like, other movies that are... I, I'm surprised that more people don't talk about it. Oh, them. they're better than the Matrix movies. Matrix 2 and 3 sucked. Well, I don't know about that. These three movies are, A, probably the best modern special effects I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. B have a single coherent narrative through all three movies. I know what I wanted to say about it, yeah. And see, the acting is phenomenal. So what I was going to say is that it reminded me, well, except for the fact that they had some of the apes were the same characters, but like it reminded me of the Dawn of the Dead trilogy. Yeah, kind of. Night of the Living Dead. Because yeah. they had like, you know, it, it was like the first movie, there was all those characters. All the humans were different in all the movies, but the apes were all the same. Yeah. I don't know if that was intentional. Yeah, Nerdy Nelly. We were just talking. We finished uh, watching the Planet of the Apes trilogy, the new one this weekend. Mm-hmm. And I was I was telling Stomping Jen, I think it's the best modern movie trilogy. I love it. Have you seen those movies? Um, Like like the old ones? Nope, like, the new ones. Not like um, the no. ones from the 70s. Yeah. The like no. newer ones. Yeah, they're, they're amazing. They're really good. They, pro- they might, I don't know. Maybe I should watch them. Yeah, you I should. think you should. Yeah. I don't. I have the time. <laughs> yeah, they're um. We uh, had a, we we watched the first one, then we rented the other two. Space Unicorn was able to handle it, right? Yeah, but Space Unicorn also handles Stranger Things yeah. and all those other yeah, movies. Yeah, so that's I don't true. Know how we you're probably exposed we to one. Yeah. Um, um, but they're really really good. They're at least I would recommend them for the adults. Uh, they're awesome. Your middle schooler could handle it. He would like. Them. I bet there are a lot of things that I let him watch that I mean, like I don't, I don't care. The only thing that's uncomfortable and like that he, I don't think even wants to watch are like sexual content. Yeah, that's things. 
violence doesn't bother me he's not like i think he can handle that yeah you know he's not scared of things so i don't and you know language whatever yeah yeah but i just got um a text from a mutual friend of ours Mm -hmm. stomping jen who said i just watched the first episode of the tiger king Ah. which i was like that's so interesting because right now we're about to talk about it Mm. and there is a maybe maybe we can't and there's a new episode out yeah, a bonus episode we should go we watch watched it. it it was pretty excruciating was it, it was no- boring oh yeah. not good well watch it because you're gonna want to know the updates of the people and stuff okay. but it was like basically like right now talking to a bunch of people yeah that you know yeah that whatever. could be interesting because a lot I feel, of I felt myself zoning out and like doing other things and oh that's not good because I didn't know I didn't have that experience when I was watching the yeah. show itself at all I was riveted the entire time uh-huh. so what did we think about it Tiger King it's all the rage right now everybody's posting yeah. memes about Tiger King on Netflix true story what did you think yes. Nerdy Nelly did you like it I did I thought it was wildly entertaining I think it's disturbing yeah I am an animal activist and a, not a terrible like terribly overly active person but i love animals and i think it's pretty awful the way that they first of all breed the animals um you know like like they make ligers which should yeah. not exist and they breed them for their own purposes for no one else's they don't you know those scenes of them taking the babies away from the mother. Mm. It's like, oh, terrible. But the people are fascinating. Like trash humans. Oh, amazing to watch and to like hear them talking. And I don't know. Yeah, it's hard. I thought to believe, it was fascinating. It's hard to believe they're real people in some ways, like that they're it, not it's, actors. You know, they're such caricatures mm-hmm. in a way it's like the, it's like an onion show yeah it's like an you know show. like oh, like what's her face on her bike every five seconds riding the bike mm. back and forth oh my god that's the best carol baskin carol baskin that's carol baskin that bitch don't kill her Husband fed him to the tigers <laughs> oh my god he had such an amazing voice though i really enjoyed oh he was a good video. singer yeah <laughs> Was he actually <laughs> singing all those music videos? I have to think he was, yeah. but I don't know. A man those were great. I, I like that one where he goes, A man saw a tiger <laughs> and a tiger saw the man. <laughs> oh my god. Well, well I, I won't tell you anything about the new episode. I'm going to let you guys watch that. Yeah, but the videos were like in there. Yeah. You couldn't intentionally make a more cheesy video no you couldn't no yeah no it's no. crazy um, no it's sort of like the uh the 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 music video in frozen 2 yes we <laughs> yeah. love that one. Oh, that was we, yeah, cringy that, but like the best yeah. in the world best ever yeah now i believe based on the evidence presented in the tv show mm-hmm um, this is only my opinion mm-hmm. that Carol Baskin probably killed her, her husband, husband fed, fed into the, the tigers. tigers. <laughs> so I have doubts because I just, I didn't have enough evidence that she was smart enough to pull something like that off. 
So if you'd like to share some of the evidence with me, I would love to entertain it. Maybe I missed something. I just look at her and I think, really? Yeah. I mean, is she that smart? Okay. So I think the Pulling will. Her for murder is not easy. No, but I think the, well, pulling off a murder, if you can completely get rid of the body, is easy. Like, if you can get rid of it. Right. I like, guess, if you have a bunch of tigers never... to feed it to. I guess so. Yeah. Or he ended up in a swamp. He ended up in himself. a swamp somewhere, getting fed ac- to alligators. What if he accidentally had himself fed to the tiger? Like, he was just out there fucking around and he got attacked. And- but why cover it up? But, like, what is the alternative? Like, he took off and disappeared into the nether? Well, like, no. They She claimed that he was going to Brazil. To go be with some other woman? No. Yeah. Or no. was it to be with another woman? Maybe it was, but just to, like, he, like, said he was going to go and and then just disappear. Like, he didn't, I don't know, I don't remember necessarily what. Yeah. Yeah, so the international investigators found no evidence that he actually made it to Brazil. Right, so they're pretty sure that they found his van at the airport. Like, the whole that whole thing looks staged. And then there's the will. She changed the will to say that she got all of his assets in the event of his death or disappearance. Right. Right. That is, that is definitely a little bit um, that, sketch. That feels like the smoking gun to me. And she had all those tigers. She had a meat grinder. <laughs> she... You need the meat, meat grinder, grinder couldn't even grind up a squirrel. What did she say? I don't remember what oh, she yeah. said. I'm not buying know. it. And then, so if she didn't feed him to the tigers, then they, you know, dumped his body in a swamp somewhere, I'm guessing. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, I worked at a local zoo here a couple years ago and um i checked in with the board chair at the time who i reported to and we had the zookeeper the head of the zoo had gotten a baby lion and a baby tiger really Uh, yeah and we're pretty sure that he got him from one of those sketch people in one of those really yeah Think he got it from Joe Exotic? No, not from Joe, the other guy. Oh, the, the guy, guy in, the in North Carolina? No, the guy in Myrtle Beach, Florida. The one with the sex cult? Yeah, the one with the sex cult. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It's creepy, creepy. Yeah. So, there's a friend I know who mm-hmm. I hope isn't going to listen to this podcast. Her sibling, I want to keep it as anonymous as I can, is obsessed with ligers apparently and i did not know this until like two days ago and she and her husband visited one of those places years and years ago and have a picture of them feeding a liger with a bottle like bottle feeding a liger baby liger did they pay like twenty five hundred dollars i don't know the privilege of doing so i saw i don't know i saw a liger once at king richard's fair yeah this was like 30 years ago. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's all. That's it. That's your yeah. story. I saw a liger. <laughs> I saw a, a man saw a liger <laughs> and a liger saw a man. Oh, boy. Well, we watched um, Onward. Sorry, were we done talking about the tiger? Yeah, I'm done with Tiger King. Uh, we watched Onward yesterday, the new Pixar movie. I yes, liked it. The kids watched it. I didn't watch. It was I, cute. I, 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 we used it. We used it as like a mommy and daddy time like yeah. you guys mm-hmm. watch a movie and now you know our addition we have like this we still have the sliding glass doors in yep. so we shut them sometimes it's great 
Like, bye nice. guys. Yep. Nice. Hopefully I have, have a lock on that thing. Nice. So right. no, they won't be there forever, but it looked really good. I will say somebody, so we got two reviews, uh, one from a mutual friend and she had, didn't like it. Right. And then, uh, Josh, Josh from Black Labyrinth Tattoo, who was on the podcast last week. Yeah, he like loved it. So I was like, all right, let's watch it. And like every single Pixar movie, it made me ball. So, you know, it was a good movie. If it makes you ball, it makes you. Did it make you ball? Yes, I balled. I I teared up. I teared up at it. Can we talk about we watched another show? um, What show? Nerdy Nelly um, called Unorthodox. Yeah, I put that on. It's like a five episode um, thing on Netflix about a woman who escapes this ultra orthodox, orthodox Jewish community, and she had she goes on she goes over to Germany, and a bunch of stuff happens. And there's this one scene where she sings a song. Mm-hmm. Stomping Jen can attest to this. Yeah, it's all like a cappella. She just is singing it by herself. I burst into tears. Like, <laughs> I like, I was so moved by it. I just started crying. Mm-hmm. Mm. That has that rarely has ever happened to me. Mm-hmm. I think the last ball fest that you you had was the Mister Rogers documentary. Mr. Rogers oh, I haven't seen that either. Oh my god! Oh my god! I was sobbing like. <gasps> yeah, we tried to talk about it afterwards. This was last summer when the kids were at summer camp, and we went and saw Doubleheader at Amherst Cinema. So we tried to talk about it afterwards, and we both just burst into tears. <laughs> we like just were talking. And looking at each other and just tears, like, streaming, right. yeah, streaming. This unorthodox, that vocal performance just made yeah. me cry. Yeah, that was a good show. We, like, stayed up till almost 2 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning the, morning the other night. Saturday night. It was crazy. I have no idea why. It was the ice cream with espresso yeah, beans in it. we got some mass mocha, and it had coffee beans in yeah, it. Yeah, that was good. We were wired. Yeah. What else are you and um, the Mr.? Um, you watching anything else that's interesting? Well, we we've been really into this show called High Maintenance. Hmm. Right. I think I've heard of that. Yeah, because she um, keeps it's mentioning really it. good. It's really it's very artistic. What's it it's, on? Um, what HBO? What? HBO. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's HBO. I don't know. We have every stupid thing, I know. so it could be. Um, I think it's HBO, but it's really good. I I recommend it. I okay. highly recommend it. Okay. It's this guy who, um, he's a weed dealer Mm -hmm. in Brooklyn. And it's basically about all of the people that he serves. And so the show, each episode may have him in it minimally. Mm -hmm. It might just be like a little snippet of him. Sometimes he's in it. Sometimes he's like the subject of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes it's about an inanimate object, like the episode that we just watched. But we're caught up now, and now I'm sad because this uh. is what happens when you get, you know, you get caught up in a show, and then you're like, okay, is there an well, on? Now what? Is there an ongoing story through it, or is it just each episode is like a standalone story somehow connected to this dealer? There's an ongoing story with the dealer. Okay. I mean, you know, but it's but it's loose. It's sort of, um, it's almost like sitcommy where. There's a new story every time, mm-hmm. you know, but he has, a, he obviously has a story because he's a person. Hmm. We'll add to the list. We'll check it Do out. Do you like my pencil? Yeah. Thanks. I really like it. It's good. Yeah. He's adding it to the list. And then. Oh yeah. We watched Ozark. You watch Ozark? 
No. You should. It's pretty I think good. The other person in my house does watch it. Oh. That person watches shows. He'll watch an entire season or a, a whole series, like season after season of something. And I won't know that he's doing it. And then I'll, and then one day he'll be like, oh, yeah, that was great. And I'm like, <laughs> when do you watch this? He's like, oh, when you go to bed. <laughs> oh, because man. when I get up at five, mm-hmm. I go to bed at like 930 yep. and he'll stay up for two more hours and watch shows. Um, what else? Oh, Shit's Creek. If you haven't watched Shit's Creek, then you should Everybody be watching. Tells I think there, watch I think there's something wrong with Stomping Jen and I. You are like the eighth person uh, who has so funny told us on this podcast we have to watch it. Right. So this show, Shit's Creek, and the other one that everybody tells us to watch is oh, The Good Place. The Good Place, which is like I another show it. that like we try. I tried to watch it by myself, and I got, I finished one season yeah. at least. Meanwhile, the one show I loved. Um, Last Man on Earth. I know nobody watched. Nobody watched it, You're and they canceled oh, I liked it. That show. Oh, I loved it. It was my favorite. That was like show. network TV show. Yes, it was on Fox. God, yeah. I yeah. loved Will Forte in yeah. it. he was that so was a funny. Pretty good show. I yeah. loved it. It was my favorite show. Yeah, he loved that show. Yeah, boo. Boo. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. and then we're still watching Better Call Saul, right? And Devs. And Devs. Devs Both excellent show. Up. Do you have Hulu? We do, and I. So the person yep. watch them. Here, he'll fix it. I'll Whatever. fix it. I'll fix his it. Name, his name is so like, you know, unique. <laughs> um he watched Better Call Saul without me. What? And so it's it's hard for me to want to go back and be like, yeah. let's watch it. So I just caught him the other day watching Homeland, which we used to watch together. And then he claims I said I didn't want to watch it anymore. And I was like, that is not true. And he was watching it without me. And I'm like, you're like cheating on me with Homeland. All right, Mr. Nerdy. Come back with Homeland. There's an episode. Now I'm going to have to come mm-hmm. in. Well, I'm going to have to make him watch it again because I really liked that show. I don't that's, know about you guys. That's like. um. There's an episode of some other show where somebody's spouses cheat on watching something, the finale of something. What was that on? I forget. But show infidelity is a real thing. It's a real thing. Stomping Jen's been mad at me before because I snuck an episode. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what? I don't know if he's done. He probably has done a whole ep- an episode, but he's done like whole entire series that yeah, I. That sucks. I mean, there are some things he legitimately like back in the day. Mm hmm. Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. He watched without me because I was like, I I'm not watching that show. I think I don't it was... know why, but then I finally wanted to watch it, and it was on his third round of the entire series. Yeah, yeah it takes hard. the fun out of it. You don't want to watch it when you know the person sitting next to you has seen it. It's true. Yeah. Oh, but he was so into it that it was yeah. fine. It was like he was like a little kid. Did you watch this episode? Oh, this episode. Oh, this is the best. I used but to. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk about it. I'm I'll wait till you. <laughs> I think I cheated on Stomping Jen on Breaking Bad a few times. What? Breaking Bad. There's a few of those I snuck. Ugh. When we were binging it. Whatever. Yep. Did you binge Breaking Bad? We did. We were. Um, we I do it. not have that experience. We, we watched, watched Breaking it. Bad in real time. We yep. watched it in real time. No, we were two seasons behind. We were late to the party. No, I don't believe it. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Um. And we're all big Survivor fans, right? You want to just yeah. the last thing we want to say about oh, that? Oh yeah, Survivor. We'll wrap up with Survivor so, talk. Yes, um, we did. We used to watch it like way back with like 
what's her name? The the woman on the talk, Elizabeth Hasselback. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Back in it was like season two. Or she something. was season Sawtooth, two. Sawtooth Australia had the two. biggest crush on her. Because she's I? hot. Mm-hmm. She's hot. Elizabeth Hasselback. But she's also a raging Republican. Oh yeah, she's a nut. It's funny yeah. how no. unhot people no. become when they reveal themselves True. to be raging lunatics. Yeah. It was very disappointing to me. I did have a girl crush on her back when, like, you know, mm-hmm. it was season two of Survivor. However many years ago that was. Yeah, I got. But I, um, we we were watching it for a while, like you know, when we were like in our twenties, I guess. And then we stopped watching it, and then just recently got back into it, and now it's a family thing. And I'm like, why did I ever not mm-hmm. watch? We've we to our credit, I think we missed only two seasons. Yeah. We've been watching it all along. We love it. Yeah. Uh, that and Big Brother. Um, yeah, that's our summer. This must be awesome pressure. for you guys then, because you know all of these people. Well, that's so the we know part. like you don't the remember them. Yeah, but you don't remember them. Not really. Okay. Yeah. Like even Austin that Jeremy, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Of course, you, of course, we remember him. Right, yeah. like poverty. I remember Amber. She's pathetic. I'm yeah. sorry, <laughs> Amber. Um, Sandra. I remember the poverty, soccer... poverty, 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 poverty. Um, she's pretty awesome. Yeah, because she's just she's good. She's badass. You know? She was a you really. Can't take anything away from her no she was an awesome player but Um, that jeremy who was like last episode was like oh i've played three times i'm like you played three times i don't remember you playing three times okay so you don't remember okay no it's like you it's like you're really into the season and then it stops and they win and like you're like oh you just move on like with your life so you don't remember any of them yeah and then what there's been 40 seasons now it's crazy yeah i liked sandra but i I kind of. I don't like her. I think she's a big old bitch. Yeah. I, I also think she doesn't do anything. She doesn't lift a damn finger. No. She didn't do one challenge. No. But that was always her like thing. That was was somehow her being thing. able to win without doing anything. Yeah, she was devious. So she's like that way. useless. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I yeah. guess it's impressive in a way. I'm holding out hope. Uh, there's still a chance for Boston Rob to get uh, back he's in. He's done for. Yeah. Oh my god! Like, do you want him? My kids love him. I they love want him, him to win. I love him so much. Did you let your kids watch the original seasons where he was on? We haven't. I mean. Yeah. Because like Sawtooth and I are like, oh, Boston Rob, like he's amazing. And then he's like. (laughs) You're like, oh, but. Yeah. He's so amazing. But not anymore. Because he's like an old gorilla. He's like at the bottom of the totem pole now. Yeah. Hey. Well, Ethan was my, like, I was in love with Ethan. He's so sweet. Yeah. He's also like. He was also like incredibly attractive back mm-hmm. when he was. He still is. Yeah. He is. He is. Yeah. He I love. My crush is um Ozzy. It was always Ozzy. You did like Ozzy. I really liked Ozzy. He was this wiry little guy with long like curly hair. He yeah. would like climb like up. He was always really good at the climbing challenges. <laughs> yeah. All right. But um Ted, Ted, our son, uh, is obsessed with um. Who's he? Ty. The, the oh, little... Ty from the previous... He's not on this season. He's not on this season. He was on like two seasons. But he never won. He never won. No. That was great. Like last week I said something about um somebody being good to look at. Oh, uh, the guy that got voted off last week. Adam? No. The one before that. Ben. that one? Oh. Um... um, What's... The Korean I'm guy? So bad with names. No, I'm so bad oh, with Wendell? names. Wendell. Oh, Wendell. Wendell. I said, 
I thought I was talking to Stomping Jen, but I was actually talking to Ted. Oh, no. I believe I had a text that I said, because he was on our phone texting me furiously, or us, because we were doing it. Oh. And I said, well, Wendell's definitely better to look at than whoever. And he was like, well, yeah. All right, I'm out. <laughs> That's hilarious. I think like, Sorry. Yeah. Did I make funny. you feel uncomfortable? Yeah, that's, that's hilarious. Fun. Yeah, that um that Adam kid, he totally screwed himself. That yeah. was the what best. A weirdo. What a the, he he's bizarre. Is he the one that you were calling Tweak? Yeah. Oh, he is like Tweak, yeah. <laughs> he is. Yeah. He was like constantly like shifting his eyes back and forth. But he, that was like he was such a paranoid player. Like mm-hmm. I, I loved watching him when he yeah. played before. He was really good. Like, what are you yeah. talking about? Who's talking? Yeah. Wait, where are they going? Yeah. 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 All right. You want to wrap it up? Can you believe it's been an hour and a half? Has it? Yes. My computer's yeah. going to die. Oh, okay. No. All, right. All right. We're going to do a couple of plugs. Right. Um, Plug we just away. want to, um, our friends who came on last week, um, Josh Sahuza from Black Labyrinth Tattoo in East Hampton has a charity we want to ask people to check out and if they can contribute to it. It's the Purple Flame Mutual Aid Network. They have a GoFundMe. And they're trying to offer assistance to small businesses in the town of East Hampton, Massachusetts, that are struggling right now during mm-hmm. the Great Pause. So, um, and Josh um, and his tattoo shop are one of the impacted businesses that Stomping Jen was talking yeah, about he's, before. He's also now running a gift certificate special. For the Black Labyrinth. Although okay. I think it's for him. Like yeah. if you want a tattoo by him. Okay. And he's an amazing artist. He and is. I have a tattoo by him. Good hearted human being. And if you can help out his charitable initiative, that would be awesome. And then his partner in this is uh, Jason Montgomery. Montgomery from Attack Bear Press. And their mission is to offer low cost yeah. low to, to no cost. No cost art. Art. Um, and they do really cool things. Um, mm-hmm. So um, check those two people out on the interwebs and support them. Right. And then yep. finally, I have another podcast. Your sister podcast. My sister podcast, Routine Expedition. It's about the show Land of the Lost. So we have to record a new episode yeah, soon. Yeah, record. I got to get on that. So check that out. You can find that on Apple Podcasts. And thank you to Nerdy Nelly for showing up here and chatting with us tonight. A great, a great second appearance. Yes. Oh, good. And then I enjoy myself here. And then once again, we have to, we cannot end without saying thank you to all the people who are out there risking their lives during the great pause. Yes. Thank you, people. Not all of them may be as strong as me and survive (laughs) COVID-19. Oh, my gosh. Right? Stomping Jen? That's right. Um, So who are those people? Healthcare workers, first responders, people running our pharmacies, grocery stores, truckers, personal care attendants, Mm -hmm. podcasters. People sharing their senior pictures online. Oh God! Oh, stop it! Stop! Stop! Please stop! <laughs> I'm I am so glad. I have, I, an, a, I have a big opinion about that. Oh, you do? Can you, Will yes, you share it real quick? Before we, I'm going to yeah, share it real please quick. Please do. Why the hell is that helping anybody who's a senior? Yeah. If I were a senior in high school, I would be like, stop sharing your fucking pictures. 
all it does is make me feel bad that like I'm not having a senior year. Thank you very much. I can't. <laughs> I am so glad the cheerleader I dated in college stole my senior yearbook. Oh, that you don't And my it. picture is not available because I had the most gelled up hair in the world. Oh, I have a picture of your senior picture. No, you don't. I'm going to go dig it up. Where did you get it? Your mom gave me like a whole bunch of your old pictures. I'm going to find it. I'm going to post it. I'm going to dig her up and yell Then you can her. post my picture. Oh my God, for real? I sent my picture to Murray's keeper oh. earlier. <laughs> My oh, eyebrows. I'll send it to you after we get. Oh filled. God! Please do not make. <laughs> what's good, what's with like, the eyebrows? I just have like mega eyebrows. I don't know where they came. Please from. do not make my picture. I had a much bigger picture. eyebrows in high school as well. My senior picture, and my eyebrows were great. And now I feel like I'm old. I'm old. They're yeah, like, they, where'd they go? Eyebrows thin out, do they? I don't know. No, I think they you thin, My mom then... did the same thing, and now I'm like, because mine are getting longer and oh, bushier. They're crazy. Yeah. Not me. Mine are. Going away. I have to part my eyebrows just to see through. But I just, I want to know, like, you're not sharing your thoughts about this. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that this is helping the seniors? No, I think no. it's just making people have some fun with it. I think it's cute idea for people because I've seen a couple of pictures of people and it's like, oh my gosh, so cute. You the know? only way it sure, might... it's cute, but it's, it's cute. like people fishing for compliments. Yes. Like, oh, you haven't aged at all. <laughs> Oh, you're so beautiful. <laughs> you know what? My picture's pretty good. I'm not sharing it because yeah. I don't think it helps the world. So yeah. there. I'll share anyway. it with you though. The only. I would love to. I could. I'll, I can look for mine and share it with you. I don't the, know where it is. The only upside I can see for current seniors in high school is yeah. that their pictures are somehow better and not as lame and dated oh, looking. Course. Well, that's true because the pictures they take nowadays are so much yeah. nicer. All right. All right. All right. Thank you both. Thank you, everyone we talked about before. Um, To our listeners, thanks for continuing to listen, download, subscribe. Share with a friend. We love you so much. All right. Bye now. Okay. Bye now. (laughs) Bye, Nerdy Nelly. Bye, Nerdy Nelly. Goodbye. I do have to hang up this. Yep. We'll see you. It really is going to die. It got all dark. (laughs) Oh, look. This is what happens with Zoom. This is entertaining, listening to you hang up. Is it a picture? Let me see. I'm going to do the cliche thing that I just told you. You look the same, (laughs) You haven't aged a bit. Beautiful. Chubby cheeks and lots of eyebrows. No, your eyebrows definitely have... Can I ask you a question? Have your eyebrows thinned naturally no i think i plucked them too much did you turn it off i shut it off yeah but no. then that you don't you just think they didn't grow back yeah they don't grow back i can't get them to fill back in it's ridiculous oh we're still recording yeah mine mine the same thing like i don't i don't grow i don't i barely pluck anything i never i haven't plucked in two years yeah it's a bad but if you scene. look at my senior picture i had some brows too yeah. i was plucking last night every time i go and get them waxed or like shaped quote-unquote shaped they're like you gotta let him grow in i'm like i don't do anything to them that's why i'm coming no i don't shape anymore i feel like i'm like a year away from drawing them fucking back in yeah because i think i have bald spots i'm like i think i do have like areas (laughs) where i'm like there's no there's no brow there's i'm not seeing it they look good i'm not seeing it no bald spots you can't see your this is like a zoom are you gonna get that tattoo thing Oh, God, no. What's that called? Microblading? Oh, God, no.
fuck no. There's a girl I, I taught that did that. Ugh, I, I mean, she's know. an adult now, but she was an Asian woman and she just didn't have any eyebrows. And she was like, it's changed my life. I have eyebrows now. That so for me. her, I'm like, that's okay. You, you <laughs> have eyebrows now. Good for you. I can't imagine. I'll never tattoo a thing on my face. That's what I don't I understand. Promise me. Tattoos. Like, I can't imagine anybody coming near my eyeballs. Ugh. with a tattoo promise me neither God. of you are gonna get a face tattoo oh my god never no never, thank never, you never, never, never. never that's all i needed to hear <laughs> i don't care where else you tattoo yourself but <laughs> i have one tattoo i would get more if i had the drive but i don't yeah i just don't all right well okay you should get a tattoo by josh josh so at black labyrinth yeah. yeah he's awesome all right are we gonna try again <laughs> Okay. Right. Bye, everyone. All we right love now. you. Oh, you gonna yeah, play bye. it again? Yeah, of course. All right. That was a false ending. False. <laughs> bye, bye. Did you hang up on it?